yes. Work well on your new costumes, my friends. For when you care for what is outside, what is inside cares for you. You know, the clock is ticking here. Are we going to sew dresses all day? Or are we going to rescue Amazing? I need a thimble. Anybody? Patience, my son. To summon your power for the conflict to come, you must first have power over that which conflicts you. OK, am I the only one who finds these sayings just a little bit formulaic? If you want to push something down, you have to pull it up. If you want to go left, you have to go right. It's Your temper is very quick, my friend. But until you learn to master your rage, your rage will become your master? That's what you were going to say, right? Right? Not necessarily. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. So you're not going to do the marathon. Don. 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 I, I don't You've know yet. Piece after piece after piece. No, You've been shut, writing preparation stop, for this thing. Stop. It's You're every. Gonna... It's like every week. There's a fucking thing about getting ready to do the long road, this marathon for charity for Gilda's Club, and you're not going to do it. I, I have run into some uh, health troubles. I have something wrong with my leg. I'm trying to figure out if it's um, something that can be fixed within the next. Two weeks, so I can okay, run the marathon. So you've been pre- you've been running. You just finished a twenty mile run last in, in Saturday. I did a twenty mile run, six yes. miles. Yeah, and you started to feel not just soreness, but like sharp pain in which leg? Uh, in the right leg. It was after the run. It was pain I haven't felt before. And it, at first, I figured it was just sore. Like I just ran twenty miles. I I should be in pain. Um, took an ice bath. Took my a leave. I did everything I do after my long runs. Everything was fine, but it was sore and okay. So I stretched Sunday. Pain was still there, but it was different. It was like when I would walk on it, it would whenever I put pressure on my leg, it would hurt. It was like a like being bashed with a blunt object around my so you, hip and thigh. So, so, so you might have a stress fracture. I might have a stress fracture. I okay. went to PT and they couldn't. They're like your range. Of, I mean, my range of motion is fine. There's nothing you know, to feel. My massage David, therapist feel, can't feel anything. Oliver Wendell Holmes said, "Anyone trouble can, gives us the, no. What? Anyone can captain the ship." When the waters are calm. Yeah. This is the adversity. You got to step up, you know? Um, yeah, except the problem is that I physically cannot no, step no, up. No, no, if you Literally. Think you, no, if this is Henry Ford. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry Ford was a, 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 a I, disgusting anti-Semite uh, misogynist son of a bitch. And, but and yet that is a piece of wisdom. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. No, it's the it's no. the Japanese proverb: "Fall down seven times, get up eight, dude. That doesn't even make sense mathematically. It does not. Yeah, it does. But yeah, it does. I guess that totally yeah, makes sense eight. mathematically. Whatever. I'm not a mathematician. Okay, I'm just saying, and I'm not man, Japanese either, dude. It, dude, here's the thing. I know you may have broken your leg. And you are now after all of this stiff, but I'm going to tell you, positive thinking. Oh, okay. 
Let's talk about that. Several years ago, when I was first the editor-in-chief of Chicago Health Magazine, I was having uh, a brunch or lunch with a, a new columnist, and she's like, I've never done this before. And I was like, I, it's okay, I'll work with you through it. We'll talk about, we'll, we'll get you to be the, the next great columnist. Her whole angle was on like positive thinking and like living your best. She's a fucking life coach. She's one of uh, those. Fucking, there is a thin line between life coach and brainwash. Yeah, yeah. And and the brainwash on a life coach's part, that they've been brainwashed to think that whatever they're saying is going to make an actual fucking difference. Because yeah, most like of the gam- time, it's a well, bunch it's like of gamble. bullshit. It's yeah. like Amway, you know. She told me, this was like a year after my grandfather died of cancer, and we got on the topic of cancer and about how positive energy can cure anything. And I said, well, I mean, not anything. I mean, like cancer, for example. She goes, oh, no, if somebody wants it bad enough, they can overcome their cancer. And I said, well... Okay, when my grandfather was sick, he had every intention of getting better. He did not want to feel like shit. He did not he was not ready to die even though he was in his 80s. Like he did not want to go through this. So are you telling me that the reason my grandfather died is because he didn't believe enough? That it, That's exactly what she said, yeah. And it took everything I had not to fire her right there, which wouldn't have made a difference cuz she was fucking the publisher so I had like she was going to yeah. do the thing anyway but that's your power of positive thinking right there fuck the publisher there's and there's this meme or cartoon that I've long had issue with it's of uh, an old lady in a wheelchair I've probably sent this to you before it's an old lady no a cartoon of an old lady in a wheelchair and she's sitting in the chair and she's staring at the wall because she's a decrepit old lady who's lost her mind and staring at the fucking wall and the shadow against the wall is not the old lady in the wheelchair, as it would be, but it's a dancing, like, ballerina. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and the text on this cartoon says, How others see you is not important. How you see yourself means everything. Yeah, I bet Stephen Hawking thought that was some bullshit when he was trying to get us on, on fucking Tinder. Right. Yeah. So I'd love to see that lady... Like, well, I'm a ballerina. I see myself as a ballerina. Get up out of that wheelchair and do a pirouette and not have both your hips completely shatter into a thousand pieces. Yeah. That's bullshit. Or, or, so, or even to the point, like, go out into the world where, I mean, it doesn't matter what other people see you as. Go out in the world thinking you're a ballerina when you're a decrepit old lady and see how people, I mean, see how people can respond because the fact is, it does matter how people perceive you, because that's how they treat you. I mean, aren't we living in the age where everybody's personal discomfort is the defining, you know, it's the defining paradigm that if if you're uncomfortable or you're been you f- you feel like you've been abused or bullied, well, then just because you say it, that must mean it's true. Uh, that's exactly right. So so that meme is bullshit because. How you see yourself actually doesn't matter. It's how everybody treats you and how you feel you've been treated, right? Well, yeah, it's sort of. I mean, there's two sides to it. Like, the old lady could be seen as a ballerina. We could treat her like a ballerina, which is fucking crazy because she's physically, literally not unable to do those things. Yeah. If I see myself as a woman, as a black gay woman... Well, you are really... Should you, are should dance- you treat... You are dancing right into the transgender rights thing with this. Well, I mean, but that's that's a good thing, right? Like, that's where, like, I, I, forget me, take me out of it. If a person identifies, Caitlyn Jenner, right? Let's go with the, the, 
the 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 poster yeah. child for transgender. Um, we we accept that they see themselves that way. Fine, you're now a she. Cool, great, no problem. Do no wait a minute. Do we accept it though? I do. Well, I mean, I accept that Caitlyn Jenner has every right to call herself a woman, but do I see Caitlyn Jenner as a woman? No. Oh, I mean, I don't, oh. I don't see her as a man either. I mean, I'm glad to be respectful and say you're a woman because you say so. But, uh, you know, and that gets to the heart of that meme is if if it doesn't matter what other people's see in you or see you as it's what you see yourself as which is fine and i think that's you know it's like all right if that makes you if that floats your boat that's great but the fact is i mean i just watched the comedy central uh roast of alec baldwin mm-hmm. and every joke about caitlin jenner caitlin jenner was on the on the uh diet panel yeah, or the and, dais, you know, yeah. and everybody's making caitlin jenner jokes because it's a roast and that's how it is but it's i mean there's no one on that dais that actually sees Caitlyn Jenner as a woman. They see, they see her, her as, as Bruce, Bruce Jenner, Jenner yeah. who decided to become a woman and cut off her dick. That's what they see. Her. And the, the <laughs> thing, I mean, I mean, and I'm not trying to be, you know, like yeah, yeah. insensitive, but the reality is, <laughs> you can dress it up all you want. The fact is, we see you as we see you as you are. And it doesn't matter. You can think you're Batman and fucking wear a goddamn Batman costume everywhere you go. You're not Batman. You might think you're Batman. You might claim you're Batman. You might do all kinds of Batman-like things. You might talk like this all the time. <laughs> but the fact is, what we see is somebody dressing up and trying to be Batman. Well, that's what makes it difference. I mean, it's, is... it's, it's so it's so your positive thinking might make you feel better. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of my favorite memes. It's one of my favorite memes. The devil whispered in my ear, I am the eye of the storm. And I whispered back, I am the storm. Bull fucking shit. If a goddamn demon from hell came up and whispered in your ear, you're not looking at the fucking demon and saying, I am the storm. And guess what? You're just a regular person. You barely can carry your trash out on a daily basis. You're not the fucking storm. <laughs> There's no storm in you. You're just a loudmouth asshole who's decided to be storm-like in your tiny little minuscule way. You are not the storm. The devil comes and whispers to you, you are not the fucking storm. Well, and you know what? The person who posts that and believes that if a devil, if a, de- a demon were to whisper that, they'd turn and go, I am the storm, is the same person who the next day is probably going to post, like, don't talk to me. I've had my coffee. If yeah. you're the fucking storm, you don't, you don't need, need coffee. coffee. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, there's... I mean, it is a fine line of the positive thinking is great. I'm not knocking at all. If positive thinking helps get you through your cancer treatment, wonderful. But it's not going to stop the tumor growth. Probably it's just, not, it's, yeah. It's not. Um, if you want to be Batman and dress up as Batman and talk like this, do it. Here's where you're not Batman, though. You can't fight. You don't have the money. You don't have the gadgets. Um, you're not Batman. Uh, if you think you're a ballerina, but you don't have any fucking legs, that's great. But you actually can't fucking do it. So no, you're not really. It's almost a like ballerina. It's, it's almost like this is interesting. It's almost like Cervantes wrote uh, Don Quixote. What, two hundred years, three hundred years ago? I don't know how long he wrote yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, he creates this iconic Don Quixote, who's basically a fucking old man with dementia uh-huh. who believes he's a knight and believes that windmills are giants, and you know, and and. 
Right. It's all pot. Well, I mean, that's true. it's yeah. all positive stuff. I mean, he's trying. He is going to be chivalrous in a, in yeah. a land, in a world, in a society that is eschewed chivalry and all the great things of great knights. He is going to embrace it. He is in fact a knight. But the fact about it, separate that from the romance of it. It's, it's a fucking guy with dementia, kind of being dangerous around people. That's fine. It's almost like we have embraced as a society for whatever reason. That it's okay to be Don Quixote. It's okay to be so self-deluded about your own personal power and who you actually are. That, you know, and it's almost like the society is saying, guess what? I just read Don Quixote and he really was a knight because he believed it so much. And the fact is, that's the whole point of the book is that he is not a knight, Mm -hmm. but he believes so strongly that other people... And yeah, it's the question, Delson. She didn't believe he's a fucking knight. Sancho Panza doesn't believe he's a fucking knight. They believe he's a fucking insane man, but they follow him because they have a certain amount of affection for him. They he is sure. he does yeah. do noble things despite the fact that he's basically an old man, probably shitting his pants, right. and 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 trying <laughs> to whack a goddamn windmill with a stick. It's like. Whereas, like, if you think it is, it's if you think you can, you think you can't. You're right. It's like I get this, the power of positive thinking, but I also get, and this is something that I said uh, years ago, is that you can tell online the people with the lowest self-esteem, with the most insecurity in their lives, who get up in the morning and look up and go, oh my fucking God, can I make it through another day? You can tell who those people are by the number of fucking memes they Uh put on their Facebook page saying that they're badass and they don't give any fucks and all that stuff. You can tell that they are just broken, sad, pathetic people. It's some Facebook page or something. It's like only... It's it's not your successful friends that post memes or something like oh, that, that yeah. and it's all that's, the dumb memes that's, that. That's one of my that's yeah. one of my uh, one of my six things because uh, like the it, what is the the one that I sent you um, the other day that if it makes you happy, no one else's opinion should matter. Oh wait, before before we get into that, that's exactly what yeah you said. That. But be that's positive, yeah. be happy. Yeah. So as I'm making the the jerk off signal with my hand as I as I read that, but you know who Don Quixote? You know a modern day Don Quixote to some degree, is Donald Trump. Donald Trump firmly believes mm. that he is the greatest president, that he had the largest... I mean, whether or not you think he's a good president, that's a matter of opinion. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. But, like, the fa- the disputed facts that, that there were more people at his inauguration than there were, yeah. um, the, the path of the hurricane, like, that's Don Quixote. And if Donald Trump believes it, if it makes him happy, what does it matter? Well, it, that goes to the heart. You just proved one more, once more Why my belief that, him? that if you walk around saying that you are because you're empowered, you know, and women do it a lot lately, black people do it a lot lately, immigrants Jesus. do it a lot lately, everybody but white men. Hey, let's put it this way: everybody <laughs> but fucking white men, like, feel like they've got to wear a T-shirt that says, "I am the fucking storm." You know, and I, and, I think and, that, there, and that to some means, degree, there should means people Donald should Trump is say the president. That. Donald yeah. Trump is the president they deserve because he does exactly what they do on a day to day basis. If, um, but we we pick and choose what we're okay with. Like we're okay with an old lady saying, "I'm a ballerina." Great, fine, Granny. Okay, good. We're okay, but we're not okay with Rachel Dolezaler saying she's a black woman. We're not okay with that. 
No, we're not okay with that. We're okay with Don Quixote saying, I'm a knight, I'm a chivalrous knight. We're not okay with Donald Trump saying there were more people at my inauguration than yeah, the, we're, than we're at Obama's. We're, we're okay with uh, calling a smirking MAGA hat kid staring down a Native American a big giant piece of shit and jumping all over him. And did it. But we're not okay when the Republicans do it to Greta Thunberg. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, attacking a 16-year-old for that 16-year-old's political beliefs is wrong, right? So how is it that that when the MAGA kid, who wasn't even an activist, he was just a fucking kid on a school trip with a goddamn stupid-ass hat, how did he become attacked and vilified by the left? And then the, the hypocritical response is, how dare they go after Greta Thunberg? Well, you know what? Fuck off, you hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... Look, I love Greta Thunberg, and I know I we disagree on... I think on, she's I, awesome. I thought you thought she was full of shit because she's a 16-year-old kid. What does she know? No, I. this is the thing. I A, she's a 16-year-old kid, so what the fuck does she know? I mean, that's she's 16. She can't possibly know too much. However, and if you listen to her speeches, she doesn't really know anything. She's basically... Um, She's basically an apocalyptic born-again preacher. She's like a kid preacher <laughs> who doesn't really understand the concepts of religion, but is very good to say, you are all going to die in hell, fire sinners. That's all she's doing. It's fine. She's super eloquent. She's fun. You know, I, I think she's cool. She's impassioned. People are rallying behind her, but she's not Jonah fucking Ark, because Jonah fucking Ark was also a kid and didn't know goddamn thing either. However, I like her. I like the spirit. I think it's fun. I think she's right on yeah. cer- on, on some d- level. I think she's quite correct. She doesn't offer any solutions. She's just basically getting up, it, it, you know, in her Asperger's way and saying, you're all assholes. Jesus. Stop doing it. <laughs> it's true. She know, does, you she don't calls have to it say her, that. She, no, right. she does. She calls it her superpower, which I think it's a wonderful sort of like positive thinking thing to say, I have this neurological disease that prevents me from interacting like, she's got autism. It's fine, but she's She doesn't she's have autism. She's it. on the autism spectrum. Oh, great. She has she's Asperger's. Got auti- but to take that and say, <laughs> I have a superpower is no different than Don Quixote saying, I am a knight, Sancho Panza. Sure. It's a fucking, it's, I mean, I get it. If that's what you want to call your superpower, that is awesome. So's the kid with no legs. Got a superpower, which is no legs. But and I like Greta Thunberg just because I think she's cool and I think she's making a difference and, and she's participating in, in the political thing. However, I do not think that if Donald Trump's going to go, hey, bah, 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 and the Republicans are going to say, yeah, retarded child and all this kind of stuff that they're doing. For yeah. us to jump on as the left, to jump on their ass and say, how dare you? How yeah. dare you attack a 16-year-old for her political beliefs when just fucking last year, a kid that's not even an activist who is just standing with a MAGA hat being yeah. drummed at by a Native American man is somehow that that's okay. It's okay to pick on that kid and to, in a national way, like just, uh, kid, I want to punch him in the face. Just all this shit. If Donald Trump said, I want to punch her in the face. Oh my God, the fucking outrage. We did the same thing on our side. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's a really, that's a very 
good point. And it's on, it's because it's who, whose side is it on? Exactly. That's, I mean, you don't, yeah, you can attack your enemies, but don't attack my allies. Yeah, we can't stand That's, the yeah. South, we, we can't stand the South Carolina senator who is in blackface because he's Republican. But when Justin mm-hmm. Trudeau shows up, oh, Captain <laughs> Woke, and he's in blackface, we kind of go, yeah, well, that, well, he was just young. Was he, so he's dead now, right? Justin Trudeau? Did they kill him? Did they cancel him out of life? Like they haven't he... canceled. No, that's things they had. The, the woke have not canceled Justin. But why? Because he's, he's good looking and woke. But he, but he did the blackface. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Hey, look. If it's the, if that's the opinion of the woke, then my my opinion. If it makes them happy, then my opinion shouldn't then matter. Your opinion, exactly. If it makes you happy, you know, I think no that one probably, else's opinion should matter. I'm gonna go you ahead and just go. You see yourself. I'm gonna go ahead and go big on this one. I go big. I would bet that invading Europe in the 1930s and 40s, killing a bunch of people systematically in concentration camps. Sure. That that made Adolf Hitler, Adolf Eichmann, Goebbels, yeah. Himmler, the whole lot of them. That that made them happy they were they were doing the thing that they set out to do and they were doing it well yeah they were doing it well they were winning the war they were wiping out the they were answering the jew problem by wiping them out right yeah they were probably pretty happy for a while so what's the big deal they were happy no one's else opinion should matter right so what's the big fucking deal why why can't i grow that mustache why can't michael jordan wear that mustache anymore exactly i you know i just i get it i understand it but you can't i, I guess oh, this, maybe it's because my, the idea that if it makes you happy no one else's opinion should matter is fucking idiotic and bullshit yeah, well I, yes i that's the thing i understand why we have them um i'm a big the thing about it is and i think you know this but i love quotes anyway i like i like sort of inspiring quotes um, and in fact, I was really into inspiring quotes until I saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> Why? How did that change everything for you? Well, Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst's character is sort of a vapid dipshit yeah. who is constantly trying to impress this, uh, you know, this mind-wiping doctor that she's having an affair with and he wiped her brain. And she's trying to always impress him with all her quotes. And I went, oh, fuck, I might be a little bit like that. I got to quit doing this shit. You know, and okay, then the yeah, sec- I forgot then the- about that part. Yeah, 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 and you know, it's like, and then when you really start to look at it, it I mean, I like, I like said, I like my quotes. I like, I, you know, that's how I can just pick a Henry Ford quote and Oliver Wendell Holmes, well, Oliver Wendell Holmes quote out of thin air because I really like those. I used to read quote books all the time. I have several. I have, you know, yeah. I've got. Let me read you uh, two quotes right now that I love that are up on my post-it note board. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's three. Hang on. All right. The first one uh, is Henry Ward Beecher. Yep. A person without a sense of humor is like a wagon without springs. It's jolted by every pebble on the road. You know that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a sense of humor, the woke. Uh, the other one is, um, let's say I've got one from Tom Wolfe. It is much more effective to arrive in any situation as a man from Mars than trying to fit in. Here's one from Jared Keene. Never pity a fat man. 
<laughs> I mean, these these empowering quotes, yeah, they're great, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the thing. Is, is it, no, it doesn't change. Uh, you know, I get it. Like I said, if it makes you feel better, I think, I think pretty much, if given a choice between downing a whole bunch of opioids or having fucking memes on your goddamn Facebook wall that are kind of bullshit but make you feel better, I think in the in the long run, go with the memes because the opi- opioids will probably kill you. Um, yeah. And they both, you know, if it makes you feel good, it's more organic to to bullshit yourself. It's better to be deluded. It's better to be Don Quixote and believe you're a knight than take PCP and have the power of one. Let's take a quick break. (laughs) Literate Ape presents Bug House, a 75-minute show designed to interrogate concepts, proselytize truth, and dissect popular thought through a lens of skeptical artistry. Three bouts, six warriors, three decisions. Bug House aims to definitively answer the most and least important questions of the day. You can find the Bug House podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or at literateape.com. So are you going to run this marathon or what? I've, I really, really, really hope that I'm able to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, the idea of it the other day I was, when I was, I guess it was yesterday when I was facing the idea that I might not be able to do it. Like I almost started crying. It's, it's extremely disappointing that I may not be able to run this thing. Yeah. I'll have to do something else instead to make up yeah, for because so that, I've raised the, money, you know, like yeah, on yeah. on the promise that I'm gonna run twenty six point two miles. And they, and they don't give you the money if you don't run. I think Gildas Club still gets the money. Well it's a marathon, so do you actually have to run or can you just like get crutches and walk for twenty six uh, I mean, miles? That's that's a good question. I mean you'd be the fucking last one in line, but you'd still accomplish it. I mean, isn't a, isn't finishing the race just as good as winning? Um yeah, I'm. I'm no, not trying not. to win this race. No, but it's not as good. Last place is never as good as first place, right? Or is, is, is am I just totally well, off? Well, okay, no. I is mean, that in, all my in most toxic cases, masculinity and my 53 year old white guy body. This is no, like. I, I think that in most cases you're right. Last place is not as good as first. But here's where that that doesn't pan out. Um, you and I are living in New York. It's a it's a bright, beautiful Tuesday morning in I don't know September uh, sure. two thousand one, and we're on the same bus. We work in the same office. We're buddies, and I'm like, "All right, Don, I'll race it. I'll race it to the office," which just happens to be at the World Trade Center, and <laughs> and we're running, and we're running the few blocks to work, and. And I'm winning, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna win because I'm the best. Ah, first is the worst, and last place sucks. And I get there first, and you get there last. But because I beat you there, because I'm such a fat, you're slow such a asshole, fat, slow asshole. If that, if, you if survive. It's like even, if it's even close, I'm not surviving because we're both you survive the attacks. You survive the attacks. So in that case, losing is better than than winning. Boy, that was a stretch, man. That was like a wind-up pitch. That that no, it's not deep. That, that was, is that was deep, man. I'm, was, I'm I'm I moved myself. With I would that say one. that was deeply shallow. However, what? <laughs> Come on, that was a stretch, man. That was a stretch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, of course, can I even run anyway? If, could could we even race to the office with my bum yeah. leg right now? I don't so, know. So I guess the question is: So do you have any memes or sayings that you actually? 
take to heart. That that because the thing about it is we can bash on people who actually who use memes and use these sort of quotes and use these feel good bullshit delusions to yeah. kind of make sure that make them feel like they're Batman slash a woman slash Don Quixote. Is there is there are there any ones that just really fit for the, you? Yeah, I I really like the one. It's it's Oliver Wendell Holmes. Uh, and I'm, I, I might be paraphrasing slightly, but it's uh, trouble gives us the capacity to handle it. Mm. Well, I mean, I like that. It's it's saying that when shit comes to you, like the more shit that comes at you, the more you're able to take it on because you're seasoned. You're you're you know you you become a seasoned fighter. Basically, you learn how to take a hit. So 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 in your analogy. You won the race, but now you're dying in a ball of fire and you're running out and jumping out a fucking window so that you don't burn alive. Did Trouble really give you the capacity to handle it? Or did Trouble just say, fuck you, figure out how you're going to die? I'm pretty sure that meme doesn't... uh, Jesus, I don't know what what the fuck you're talking about right now. You just said said, Trouble (laughs) gives us the capacity to handle it. If you're in 9-11, in your analogy... And the fucking building's burning, and you have to choose between being burnt oh, alive or okay. jumping out of a fucking window. I'm pretty much, tr- I'm pretty much sure that trouble <laughs> did not give you the capacity to handle it in that situation. Well, okay, like all, like so all isn't things, that a little bit callous to I, say that trouble gives you the capacity to handle it when the old lady who thinks she's a ballerina is actually suffering from a fucking you know egg-sized brain tumor? <laughs> I don't think trouble just gave her the capacity to handle. I think trouble just gave her a fucking grapefruit in her fucking head of death and she's not handling shit man she's dying so i'm just, it's, maybe that's a little callous david well here's the thing is that there is no if if you think that any one quote or any one um inspirational thought or notion is going to cover all the bases then you're out of your fucking mind like that's, that's the whole. That's point not how them, it works. Though. But the whole point of them is to cover all bases. I mean, they're supposed to be generalized enough that any fucking moron reading them can say, "That's me." It's like a horoscope that says, "You're an Aquarius," which means you're a life seeker. It's sort of. Like, it's sort of like everybody's match.com because everybody likes to travel. Yeah, I like. I like music. It's all such bullshit. You know. I like. I like to be with my friends, and I like to laugh. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's I sort like of to like cut myself and hurt. Stuff. I mean, the only meme that I can think of that are like like quote that I like. Oh, yeah, that actually does. I I I have to. Uh, I, you know, I I have to kind of own it, and I like it, and it's not always true, but it works for me. And I can't even paraphrase it because it's more complicated. But it's the end of it's the end of Rocky Balboa, where he basically says it's not about you know. It's not about getting hit. It's about getting hit and getting knocked down and getting back up again. That actually is something, you know, and, and the, you know, well, that's, that's down, your, your Japanese fall, proverb. Or fall down it is. seven yeah. times, get up eight. I, I yeah. actually do sort of like think about that when I've been knocked down. It's like, okay, I've been knocked down. Really? the, I mean, I, I have two choices. I can lay here on my ass and feel sorry for myself or I can get the fuck up and go do something else. See and that that's in situations I like that I would choose that. I would tack on my Holmes quote, which is trouble gives us the capacity to handle. Like you've been through this before. You can you can do this. Get up, keep going. You've been through this before, you've been through worse, you've been through 
easier, learn from that. You know, that's that's that it doesn't work with my leg because I'm like, well, I, trouble is my is my hurt leg. If I could handle it, and I go out there and I run the marathon and I shatter my fucking femur because the the physics the trouble did of, not give you things, the capacity to handle. No, because that's gave stupid. The, yeah. Then then I would quote Kenny Rogers with my leg is you got to know when to fold them, know when to hold them, and know when to not it's run the fucking marathon. It's the other way. It's hold them and fold them. Know when to hold them. Okay. Know when to fold them. Yeah. Know when to walk away. Know and know when, when to, to not run the you fucking marathon. You count your money. Or you yeah. never count. Uh, whatever the fuck. You know the I only do love Kenny Rogers. Well, the only reason great. I know the words to that fucking song, because I don't know the words, the lyrics of fucking any song. I only know that because in seventh grade, one of my uh, best friends was a, a chronic stutterer. Mike Alley. He was. I mean, yeah. this was like this kid, this geeky seventh grade kid who was just this tall, gawky, you know, I mean, he looked like a scarecrow kind of guy with a pimply face because we were all had pimply faces in seventh grade. And he had a chronic stutter and he was my best friend. And uh, uh, the two things that we did was, first of all, for the school talent show, we did a lip sync. We did a lip sync to The Gambler. Because that oh. was the only way he could do it was if we did lip sync. And he yeah. loved it because then he could participate. And we had a lot of fun doing that. But yeah. then we didn't win. We should have won. So then the next talent show, uh, I had Mike and I do uh, what ended up being like a 25-minute version of Abbott and Costello's Who's On First. Never laughed so hard in my whole fucking life. 25 minutes? Well, he couldn't say anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and I mean, he, and he was in on the joke. That was the best. Is that we did who's on first? Because a seventh graders aren't going to find it fucking funny, and b it's going to and nobody's. That's what I counted on is that nobody's going to stop the stutterer from doing who's on first, and nobody did. We were up there for fucking which, ever. Which role did you give him? Or did he, uh, he have? Played, he played Costello. He played the funny oh one. Oh, my God. And so he had all the best lines, but couldn't... So all the humor was lost because, <laughs> except for one teacher who was... I think he was like uh, a shop teacher. That guy, he loved us from that point on. We were his favorite students. He laughed so fucking hard that I thought he was going to have a conniption because oh my he God. saw exactly what we were doing. It's like, all right, you didn't give us our award for the gambler. We're gonna do who's on first, and it's gonna be so. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Is on first base. It was the fucking funniest thing ever. It was just comic there, genius as a seventh grader. I, I give myself some props for coming up with that one. So this is where the the <laughs> whole like about that. if it makes you happy, other people's opinions don't matter. Like just do your thing. Or I, well, maybe it's connected to that. I don't know. When I was in college, there was this kid named James Altman. <laughs> who had uh, cerebral palsy and he was in a wheelchair and he was running for student Senate. And at the beginning of the year, he came to what ended up being my, uh, my like anthropology 101, you know, like some like big, um, you know, auditorium 100 level class. And I'm going to impersonate him and I'm not doing a broad stroke generalization of people with cerebral palsy. This is what James Altman talked like. Just, yeah, because I just did a broad what? Did I do a broad yeah, generalization just, of stutterers? Yeah. yeah. But, okay. you know, it's people get touchy. So I'm not making fun of these people. This is, So James Altman gets we up there. We have a disclaimer at the top of our podcast. I know. I know. So James Altman rolls his wheelchair up on the stage, and he starts speaking to the class about what he wants to accomplish as a student senator. 
And this is like 1999 or 2000. I don't remember exactly, but here's what he said. I want to get the new millennium rolling with someone who rolls. <laughs> and he like, he delivers it just like that and kind of like hangs on it. Uh, yeah. And the whole class, and this is like, you know, 100, 200. I mean, this is a big auditorium. And nobody knows if they can laugh or not. Except me. <laughs> I start laughing. Then he goes, I want to be the spokesperson. <laughs> and he's pointing at his spokes on of his wheel. I that's I fucking lost it. I came undone. And the people were looking at me like they're horrified. Like, how could you be laughing? And some kids said to me after, like, how could you laugh at that? I go, he's making jokes. And they were funny. And then I was laughing extra hard because all of you assholes were like, we're not laughing at his jokes because you didn't want to offend him because he's in a wheel. Who's more offensive here? All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is a watch. Uh, It is on Netflix. It's a documentary called Between Two Ferns, The Movie. Yes. It's Zach Galifianakis' Between Two Ferns, the comedy or, die, or uh, funny or die. Um, but they turn it into a, a documentary. About, it's, it's amazing. It's, All right. I mean, it's, it's fucking stupid, goofy, like But it's fun. fun. It's just yes, silly for silly is, sake. Yep, yep. Yeah, just like this is a show. All right. My first is exactly what we talked about. I want you to follow the Facebook page. It's never your successful <laughs> friends posting the inspirational quotes. That's what it is. It is really funny. <laughs> they cross the line a couple times once in a while, but I it, it consistently makes me laugh because it basically is a parody site of exactly the self-help positive memes that we've been talking about, and they consistently make me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my next thing is a listen. Um Listen to Brittany Howard, who's the lead singer and guitarist in the band Alabama Shakes. She's okay. got a new solo album out called Jamie. Give that a listen. It's really, really good. All right. My follow-up is a read. Um, this is on Medium, of all things, uh, medium.com. The Age of Post-Authenticity and the Ironic Truths of Meme Culture by Jay Owens. It's actually remarkably well-researched for a Medium article. Mm, okay. And it, 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 he does a lot of really good links, um, and it really talks about uh, why iGen, more more than any other, I mean, it's not yeah. like, it, it, but why, why iGen or Generation Z is so enamored of meme culture and these sort of, uh, a combination of both these self-help things and sort of like the the memes that are just funny. Yeah. Why that is such a method of communication that they've embraced so aggressively. It's a really uh-huh. good article. I had to explain what a meme was to my 85-year-old friend, um, the copy editor. She's like, what, what is this? What are these things? Can you? And so I sent her like the dictionary definition, then some examples. And she's like, I don't understand it. Why is the punctuation off? Why is the grammar so terrible? The misspellings? Oh my, like, it was really funny because like yeah. she just wrote this screed about, and it's like, yeah, that's the least annoying th- part of yeah meme culture but anyway all right my my third thing to do this week is uh shit your pants shit your pants in public um if it makes you happy if it makes you happy okay shit your pants in public and who cares about the health issues or if it upsets your office your co-workers or your wife can i wear an adult diaper you happy Sure. I mean, if okay. it makes you happy, whatever. Uh, no, my my real thing. Well, I mean, shit. You could do that if you want. Yeah. I mean, um, it's but routine day. The, re- <laughs> the real thing. 
um, is watch country music on PBS. It's the new Ken Burns documentary. Um, shit, talk about a marathon. I mean, there's like 16 episodes, and each, I mean, typical Ken Burns, and each yeah, one yeah. is like two hours long, but it's a lot of fun. All and right, right. holy shit, is country music roots racist oh, AF yeah. and hypocritical because a lot of country music roots come from Africa. Yeah. And just like how they're like, we don't like, we don't like colored people, but give us your banjo, give us your sound, give us your music. Now get yeah. back in, in the fields, you hee-haw. You know? Yeah, it's fucking, I just, this country's fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I don't think this country's any uh, stupider than any other country, uh, but that's just me. It's the, the other topic. My number one thing is watch Mystery Men, the movie. It's been stiller. <laughs> William H. Macy. Yes. Right? And the reason I'm going to say watch Mystery Men is because there's a character in it called the Sphinx. And the Sphinx <laughs> is called out for making his... He who I don't even have examples off the top of my head, but he basically his big big superpower is that he says inspirational quotes. <laughs> that Ben Stiller at one point, who plays Mister Furious, who's basically an archetype for you and I, where we yeah. think we're the Hulk, but mostly uh-huh. we just get pissed off and yeah. have no powers whatsoever. We just throw That's, tantrums. Yeah, yeah, we throw tantrums. Is really what it is, tantrum man, uh, Mister Furious. But he calls him out. He calls him out for like. <laughs> Everything he says is just like an inverted. It's very, very funny, and uh, I think you should watch that movie just because uh, if it is a good movie, I, I just fucking love that goddamn movie. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, it's a good right. movie. Well, Don, I want to thank you for this time. Um, this was, <laughs> I mean, just just hearing you say that you have faith in me that I can run this race. I didn't say that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I don't care what you think. It's it doesn't matter that my leg is in t- three different pieces right now. I'm gonna do it, and I don't care what you say David, or what my bone David, says. <laughs> David, I can leave my mile my my knee at mile ten. I'm gonna do it because I believe I can. I'm just gonna say, David, adversity causes some men to break others to break records. Yeah. I'm going to break record. I'm going to be the first one to shatter their femur at mile two. <laughs> and that's, and the, that's show. the show. <laughs> you can listen to the Literate Ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>